John Mellencamp had a little bit of a drama queen moment at a show. He was doing an acoustic set, and apparently some fans were screaming during the acoustic set. So he stopped the show and said, don't don't scream at me while I'm performing. Don't yell while you're in the audience. This next section, if you're one of these motherfuckers that has to scream and yell and draw attention to yourself, would you go out in the hallway and do it? I don't like when people do that. And some of these people paid money to your music, and they want to hear your mouth anyway. I'm uh, a bit surprised that he's yelling at people for yelling at him during the concert. Well, he did say it's the quiet part, right? It is. It was the quiet part. I love it. You do? I love it. I hate people who scream at a concert for no reason. It's funny. Or when, yell for no reason. When he started, he said, if you're one of these MFers who's screaming, and they all went, yeah. <laughs> Don't. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I love it. The problem is I would have wanted to scream and yell at that. Like, uh, yeah, he's yeah. right. Well, so, some people did. Yeah. But at, at the end, you could hear. I mean, the crowd is on the side because mm-hmm. the crowd mostly will agree. Yep. They're there. to. They paid their money to hear John Mellencamp sing. They didn't like it. I believe I've told you, I saw John Mellencamp about 10 or 12 years ago, and what I disliked most about it was during all of his huge hit songs, he would turn the microphone to the audience, and we would all sing, and I had that same thought. It's like, I paid to hear you sing this song. I don't want to hear 10,000 people sing the song. I want you to sing the song. And he literally did, I'd say he performed about half of each song. And for when it came to, you know, the part about Jack and Diane, I'm saying, well, what does he have, like 30% lung function? What do you want? That's his issue. He said, that's the problem. That's the problem right there. That's right. I mean, that may that's be right. on you. Well, buyer beware. Buyer, i just tell you this. He, yeah. He can't. He, he smokes. He's smoking okay? a cigarette he's, right he, now. He, he's still smoking. He's lighting that's one right. off the other. He's smoking five or six packs a day. If I'd known that, well, I knew he was a smoker. If I'd known his lung capacity was that low, <laughs> I would not have paid. I would not have paid for those tickets. They have places called bars you can go to. And you can scream and yell all you want in a bar. And they even have another place where you can go sing songs, and that's called church. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go to church and scream and yell, go ahead and do it. That's the end of my public service announcement. <laughs> that's it. Don't be screaming and yelling while he's doing his acoustic I scent. love it. That's John Mellencamp. I thought it seemed bitchy. I mm-hmm. thought people get to yell. I totally misread. I thought people get to scream and yell at a concert. Well, well you can. I mean, during like, yeah. the electric part. But when he, well, I think this is an all acoustic set. It oh. may be an all acoustic thing he's doing. He yeah. and uh, Brian Adams do this acoustic tour every once in a while. They're two and of I, my favorites. I know. I don't think they. Well, as Chris Dem just pointed out, I don't think they can do what they used to do. Mm-hmm. So when they go, you know, I Brian Adams is notorious for be like. A one night only Brian Adams yes. acoustic set. Yes. And it's because they can't do what they used to do. Yeah. Well, not everybody's Springsteen. They don't have the lung power. Yeah. But so, so but you're saying if he's in the middle of an acoustic heaven, Brian Adams, I can't go, Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> if can't. He's, Baby, you're all that I Woo! want. That's, no. That's a no, no, you'll get a stern look. You'll get a look over his shoulder. Well, obviously. Yeah. And a Mellicamp, clearly, will, yeah. he'll give you a little bit of a lecture there. He'll just the, point to the hallway. Mm-hmm. Go, to the, go to the hallway. Get out there in the concourse. All right. Go <laughs> A little ditty about Jack and Diane. (laughs) No, No, leave. We talked about this. Do you think there are people out next to the hot dog saying just just swooping it up while he's in there? Not (laughs) while he's in there, and obviously doesn't want you to do that. There's another uh, celebrity today talking about injuries. 
Jay Leno says he has a totally new ear after that uh, fire that he was in, and he was in a motorcycle accident shortly after that. You know, it made big news last year when he was uh, working on one of his cars, a steam engine car, and gasoline caught on fire. He had burns on his arms and face. And now he says he's had a completely reconstructed ear. It's all new, according mm. to Jay Leno. Yeah, they took some of the skin from my chin. <laughs> he said stuff like that. He did a lot of that. And he said, uh, they said, you're a notorious workaholic. He said, missed two shows. I had a motorcycle accident, broke some bones. I had that issue where I was burned on my arm and my face and my ear was gone. I missed two shows total for Jay Leno. It's impressive. Unreal. The way he does that. I know. And he's Where does he play most? Wouldn't you think LA, Ca- uh, California is what I was thinking? I yeah. think he sticks to the West because I don't. I never. I mean, we're him. on the East Coast, and yeah. I don't ever hear the Jay Leno tour coming no. this way. But he, I wonder if he does a lot of casinos out there, like Lake Tahoe. And, well, he was going to open that uh, our new center, the Tanger Center, a couple yeah. years ago, pre-pan because of but COVID knocked mm-hmm. him out of that. I don't know if he ever came. He might have come here for that. But I, I think that was a command performance. I don't think he was touring. I don't yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he says the brand new ear, and you can't even tell. He's like my. He's if you're on fire. This was Jay. If you're on fire, your ear's like paper. It's just gone. That's what he said. And so they they had to rebuild, and he got the best treatment. He looks like he always looked. Yeah. And he had burns on his face. Yeah. It's amazing how well he came out of that as far as just looks go. I was very impressed by it. You know, by the way, um, who is it? It's uh, Jeremy Renner's doing an interview with Diane Sawyer. (laughs) Is that this week? Is that uh, this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. coming. Uh, Diane got the call. For this, this is big. Deal. I think the other, you've got to think that the uh, some of the higher ups at ABC are a little upset that she keeps getting the call from the the giant newsmakers. She's basically retired, isn't she? I don't I, know, I never see her. And then when something big happens, they call in Diane Sawyer and Jeremy Renner, as you know, was run over by a snowplow. What in December? Yeah, and now he's talking for the first time. He had so many terrible injuries. In fact. Diane listed his injuries. Eight ribs broken in 14 places. Yeah. Right knee, right ankle broken, left leg tibia broken, the left ankle broken, right clavicle broken, right shoulder broken, face eye socket, the jaw, the mandible broken, lung collapsed, mm. pierced from the rib bone, your liver, mm. which sounds terrifying. Yeah. And they're like, what's my body look like? Am I just going to be like a spine and a, and a brain, like a science experiment? I saw some of that. He looks really good, too, for what he's been through. I mean, he was run over by that snowplow, as you know. Uh, that airs on Thursday on ABC. The, the snowcat accident almost killed him. Many doctors said it should have killed you. He said he wouldn't change a thing because he saved his nephew. Mm. And uh, he says, I would do it all over again. Do you remember the pain? Oh, all of it. Yeah, I was awake through every moment. I just perfectly see him in a pool of blood coming from his head. When I ran up to him, you know, I didn't think he was alive. I'd do it again. You'd do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. Because it was going right at my nephew. That's my nephew. Mm. I saved him. I got in front of it and took the blow for it. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner. Wow. And you heard all those injuries he had. Yeah. Good Lord. And I think he's, I mean, I think he's doing the interview with some video came out of him walking in, what do they call it? It's a zero gravity. Yeah. Because he's basically having to learn how to walk again. We need to get one of those for Biggie. A zero gravity treadmill. Yes. A zero gravity treadmill for you. You're dealing with health issues. Not as bad as they sound. Not at all. But I'm, I'm actually the best I've been in years. It's the best he's been in years. It's the best he's been. Tell me if this is over the line. I made a joke at your expense yesterday. I have to apologize. Oh, I like how you tell me now. Right, I sure. want you to. I, you, it was behind your back, and I made a joke. At Where your else back. would it be? Okay. <laughs>
Chris Dib said, "Over the line." I think you'll find it in good fun. Oh, good, because we're best friends, and we can we can sure. rib each, we can rib each other. Uh-huh. Okay, good natured ribbing or over the line. You make the call. We have a colleague. His name is Christian. Uh, we see him once every week or so. He comes in. Recently, he's become engaged. He put it out on his social media. I just learned that he had become engaged. It's great news. He came he's over in, the moon. He, oh yeah, yeah. Young, you know, just a kid. I mentored him actually hmm? years ago. And by mentor, despite that, right, (laughs) his career is flourishing. He's a meteorologist and a radio star. There's nothing he can't. He's like Sammy Davis Jr. Correct. He can do anything. And he built the radio and TV studios at my alma mater, Appalachian (laughs) State University. That's who they will name that building for after. No question about it. Oh, yeah. And when I say mentor him, uh, many years ago, when he was about 15 or 16, he would come to events that I was hosting and he would say, hey, could you help me in any way? And I'd say, get out of my way right now. I'm spinning a prize wheel here. I'm handing out stickers. You want another one? You were at the last event. You only get one spin a day, kid. Move. There's your free lesson for the day. One spin and beat it. Okay. Okay. He's a colleague. Fast forward to Fast today. forward to 15 years later. He's just gotten engaged. He put it on his social media. He came in yesterday. I went, ah, congratulations. You know, you got engaged, all that. We were really excited. And we talked for a minute, you know, when's the wedding, that kind of thing. And I, you know, I don't think I've met his fiance, so I asked what she did for a living. Mm-hmm. And he said she's a cardiac nurse. So I immediately said, so I guess Biggie will meet her before the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> now, you make the call. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> but Chris mm-hmm. Tipp said, over the line. Over the line! <laughs> He made the call. Yeah. I said good-natured ribbing. Yeah. Chris Tibbs said, no, mm-hmm. that's over the line. Over the line! Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want Dave to weigh in on this. Oh, okay. Dave will join in. I you know Dave. <laughs> I Nobody will was... jump on a joke train like Dave will. <laughs> that's why I call him, what's his name, little friend from A Christmas Story. Farkas. Farkas, Farkas little Scott friend. Farkas. That's why I always call him that. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, yeah cardiac nurse, Yeah! Over the line! <laughs> I said, Big, you'll say, sorry I couldn't make the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was a really nice wedding. That was honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs>